Welcome to the Risk Data Show, the podcast about data for risk management, with your host, Mark Bowden. Hi, I'm Mark Bowden. I've got over 25 years' experience in risk and data, and in this podcast, I try to bring you some valuable snippets on those subjects in 15 minutes or less. In this episode, I look into legal entity identifiers and ask the question, are they a way to uniquely identify every business on the planet or is it just a white elephant? And if you don't know, keep listening. If you've ever worked with data for business and commercial customers, you'll know that while some types of businesses are easy to uniquely identify, others are a nightmare. Limited companies in the UK are required to be registered at Companies House and as such have a unique company registration number known as a CRN. This includes both private limited companies and public limited companies. However, sole traders, partnerships, and other forms of legal entities are not registered in the same way, which means there is no company registration number assigned to them. Once you cross national borders, it becomes even more complicated as different countries may have equivalent schemes with data stored in their own national repositories. For a number of years, organisations such as Dun & Bradstreet have sought to provide a global unique identifier in the form of their DUNS number. Invented in 1963, this DUNS number is built from DNB's own datasets, which themselves are sourced from national company registration databases and also from other sources. Similarly, other credit reference agencies such as Experian and Equifax in the UK have their own lists of companies and identifiers for them. The problem is quite large since, according to UK government statistics, by the end of 2019 there were 1.97 million limited companies in the UK. But once sole traders and partnerships were taken into account, the number of companies in total was estimated at 5.87 million, and it is estimated that 3.5 million sole traders exist within the UK. Of course, some of those organisations may be registered for VAT, in which case they may potentially have a VAT number available, which could also be used as a unique reference. And in March 2021, it was estimated that 2.77 million businesses in the UK had a VAT number, so clearly larger than the number of limited companies. But this still leaves over 3 million businesses in the UK alone with neither a VAT number nor a company registration number. Therefore, identifying unique businesses, even within the UK, is extremely challenging. Allowing for international businesses and ownership which can span multiple countries and scenarios where businesses themselves are owned by other businesses, it quickly becomes extremely difficult to untangle which business is which and who owns whom. Clearly, being able to do so is an essential requirement for anti-money laundering, fraud, credit risk, compliance and many other types of risk-related activities. And with the advent of additional regulation on CO2 emissions, businesses are now required to include Scope 3 emissions, which are calculated based on their suppliers, and indeed 
on their suppliers' suppliers. And to further compound the issue, regulation on operational resilience now requires both third and fourth party resilience to be considered, meaning that it becomes increasingly important to not only know who your customers and suppliers are, but who their customers and suppliers are as well. Without a legal entity identifier and with all this complexity, it's very difficult to properly report on these requirements. Regulators are not naive to this, and indeed, there are now over 200 pieces of regulation globally which incorporate some form of legal entity identifier requirement. The highest profile of these is MIFID. Within MIFID, there is a requirement to have a legal entity identifier in order to conduct a trade. Since 3rd of January 2018, all legal entities and investment firms involved in buying, selling or issuing financial instruments on EU regulated markets are required to obtain and maintain a legal entity identifier irrespective of where they themselves are incorporated or geographically located. Established by the Financial Stability Board in June 2014, the Global Legal Entity Identifier Foundation GLEEF, is tasked with support and implementation of a Global Legal Entity Identifier Scheme. GLEEF is a supranational, not-for-profit organisation headquartered in Basel, Switzerland and makes available a global LEI index. The LEI index is built up through a network of international partners known as LEI issuing organisations who provide services through an open data standard to allocate unique legal entity identifiers worldwide. The LEI itself is a 20-character alphanumeric code and it's based on the ISO 17442 standard. It connects key reference information about the legal entity to that index to enable clear and unique identification of a legal entity participating in a financial transaction. Each LEI record contains information about the entity's ownership, structure and answers the question of who is who and who owns whom, creating a global legal entity directory. Currently, however, there are still many types of financial transactions where there is no requirement to have an LEI in place. In the UK, since 2018, the Bank of England has been championing LEIs as part of their Future of Finance project. In 2019, the Bank of England wrote to the Department of Business, Energy and Industrial Strategy, specifically encouraging the government to mandate the use of legal entity identifiers via Companies House. At present, however, many businesses, particularly small businesses, are unaware of the legal entity identifier system and obtaining an LEI generally attracts a cost, meaning that any business which does not require one is unlikely to have registered for one. A logical solution here would be for Companies House to automatically allocate an LEI to every UK registered limited company, thus ensuring that UK limited companies are automatically enrolled in the global scheme. However, the challenge remains that with the majority of businesses in the UK being sole traders and partnerships, these will still not have a legal entity identifier. But in this area, there is a role for HMRC. HMRC must have the tax records of every single one of those entities and therefore could enrol them into an LEI scheme. However, at present, there are no plans to do that 
And until that happens, it seems unlikely that the majority of UK businesses will be easily identifiable. Adoption across the rest of the G20 and globally has also been relatively slow and limited to larger multinational entities. Leaf themselves estimate that as of August 2022, there are just 2.2 million LEIs registered globally, of which 2.1 million are active, and just 170,000 UK entities have a legal entity identifier. Compare that with the DUNS database, which has over 300 million entries globally, and you'll see that less than 1% of all businesses are currently registered with an LEI. So whilst the movement towards a global, unique legal entity identifier is moving forward, progress remains slow. And if less than 1% of businesses have obtained an identifier since Gleef was formed eight years ago, a different approach is going to be needed if it's going to succeed at its aim of becoming a global registry for all businesses. I'm Mark Bowden and you've been listening to The Risk Data Show. That's it for this time, but I'll see you on the next episode. Don't forget to subscribe or follow the Risk Data Show wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you.